to talk about? Denny? I want to talk about that donation check we got today. <laughs> you didn't get a donation check. Well, it was she sad. She did. It came, it came mailed to her. She it was sad. It. I, all of a sudden, I start looking at that. And I'm like, this isn't even our check. You know, you know, we get donation checks that come from, I guess it's like kind of a processing place. Well, well there's like several. Trust there's all, something. There's no. all kinds of things like a charitable aid foundation. So you have companies like you work for ExxonMobil, let's say, and you want to make a donation for, through your employee giving campaign at ExxonMobil. So ExxonMobil says, hey, you give $50, we'll give $50 to a qualified 501c3. And then like once a quarter, they gather up all the employees' donations and through their, through them. their conduit, the then they send one check. And, the, and so it comes through, you know, a giving fund. Right. So and, I, and there's multiple of those giving multiples funds. Multiples so of many them. Different ones. Multiples of them. And we'll, you know, we'll get, uh, we'll get a $5 check. We can get a $50 check. We get a $2 check. I mean, it's all over the board. Yeah. But today I was processing checks. Because, you know, I let them sit for a little while, a couple of weeks, and then I go get them all to make a bank deposit. And I had noticed that these, the top one was addressed to us, but it was stuck together with another one. But I... I thought, you know, this has been on the kitchen counter, like a little, just a tiny bit sticky, like something just a tiny a bit stuck. Steam from like no, I just know, pulled it apart. It didn't tear or anything. It just yeah. happened to be a little bit stuck. Hmm. So you know, I'm opening the envelopes and making a little pile and making a little pile, and I opened that envelope and that check, and it was it was fifty thousand dollars. Well, yeah, but this is the thing. So like in our little group text. Like, if we ever have some really exciting news, because we can't just, like, you know, get all the exciting news out. It'll be, like, something that's all in caps and probably... Yeah. Like, like holy like, shit. Like, when my mother types, holy shit, exclamation, exclamation, all caps. Well, there was a word in between there, but... Because, so I'm, because I'm looking at this... <laughs> and I'm this like, hurry up, hurry up! <laughs> holy Francis <laughs> Scheiser. So I take a picture of it and send it in the thread. And, and those like, of us wow. that take the time to read Everybody's it before like, we get holy, excited. No, everybody, nobody noticed it for a minute. Everybody yes, went I did. like, Lord just cow. typed it faster than me. <laughs> I, I, you said that I read the whole check, and guess what I didn't see? Anything about a dog or a rescue on it. I'm no, like, hmm, question mark. It was made out to us. It, it was made out to a private school over in Fort Worth. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not even our check. <laughs> and so then I... Like, well, finders keepers, <laughs> you know, what is it? So this? it was the bottom one stuck to the yeah. top one that I opened. It was this, ours. That said Dog Ranch yeah. Rescue. And, and it was like $50 or something. So, <laughs> and you know how this happens? And I know because back in the day, now everything's electronic. So most people don't even do the paper checks anymore. But back in the day, when we would like have to invoice our clients, we would put it through the mail machine. So the mail machine, you put your envelopes through, and it wets it to close it, and and then stamps it, too. So these big companies are sending out a lot of checks, so they're still using some sort of Automated. process like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is occasionally it'll jam up, and two will get stuck together. I knew exactly what had happened, because <laughs> I've, already, I've already been to this party. It ruined my whole day. <laughs> you let it ruin Somebody your whole day. Well, well, my it whole didn't day. ruin my whole day. I didn't even day. look to see how it was made out of because why would I do that? Because it's, you know, it's it's with all the other well, ones. I, because I'm thinking, like, why did you open mail that wasn't even addressed to us? I'm thinking it came in the mail and you were just, like, opening mail and, like, somehow we got this check addressed to somebody in Fort Worth sent all the way up here. And I'm like, why are you opening No, she got dollar mail? signs in her eyes and her brain turned off. That's well, what no, because we're, we're thinking about, like, 
so we have our big van that we use for big trips. But you hate to just use it for like back and forth. To one, the, to go the pick up bit. one Frenchie, yeah. go do this. You know, we try to like be good stewards of our resources, try to take care of the things we have. So we're thinking like maybe we get a smaller utility vehicle um, so that Ricky can use it. And not put the wear and tear on our big one. Or his own truck. And because many he does times, most of the time in his he own goes truck. In his own it's truck. not fair. Even though we reimburse him at a mileage rate, it's still, it's like burning his truck yeah, up yeah. to do this. And so we just had this conversation about, do we want to do this? Like 30 minutes prior to this check coming through. And I'm like... Thank you, Jesus. Money fell from the heavens. Let's buy this. Lies. Oh. <laughs> I'm just glad I was doing yard work because it's like I go back to my phone and it's just like I have to scroll up and it's like, oh, something big happened. And just then, kidding. Womp, womp. And then here's the check and then it's like, oh, and then I think for a second, like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Keep scrolling to see. I, now I get to, I'm excited to get to see everyone's reaction. <laughs> oh, the eyes. Oh my God. The van, the, the amazing. And then it's like, this isn't our money. It's not addressed to us at all. So, so, womp, womp. so I, because it's cold outside and I do not like it. It's cold and windy. Cold and windy, and I it's the last like it. day. It's the last day. They said I have yeah, to right. drive to the post office and get out of the car and take that check into the post so office. So someone else can be happy. And go, here, give this to the people it belongs to. So if you, you are, hand it to them, and then they like try to take it, and then you just like. <laughs> uh, so it, like, if, if, you, no, no, if you're no, with no, a ah. certain parochial school over in Fort Worth, you're welcome for your money. <laughs> I told her at the you. post office, I go, I go, you know, we have a 501c3. I said, this check was stuck to one of our donations for $50. And I said, this check is for $50,000. Could we just like trade? She goes, wow. Yeah, that's what, that's that's what, what we I said, go, too. Yeah. I go, we don't get to keep it. She, yeah. goes, she goes, I don't get to either. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it she was super crafty, you can, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, could, I probably could have done that, but I don't really want to go to jail for check fraud. But yeah. I could have I could, I could, I made it pass. Yeah, check fraud's no joke. Day, yeah. Yeah. It ruined my day. Yeah. It ruined my day, too, because once I realized, once I looked at it, I'm like, why'd you send me that? <laughs> You, you yeah, ruined It's you your fault. Look what you did. You wanted me to suffer alone. <laughs> it's like, you know. That would have been a fantastic, fantastic. Went, I, I was like, I had already said, tell Ricky, let's get the, let's see, you know, I'm like, I'm on the I'm surprised she hadn't texted him already. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a very upsetting thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially because then, I mean, you have to set the stage. Because you don't ever. I would never want to sound ungrateful because, no, I'm serious. But, you know, when you say 50000 then you take it away. You can't help but be crestfallen. But, you know, like when you do get the $5 check and someone's really sacrificed to give you the 5 I'm thankful. Of course you We're are. We're always of course thankful. You are. But this was like, that was... The money was like right there. So I made it. So I Someone made, else's money so was right there. Imaginary right there. The deposit Imaginary right it wasn't there. in my hand. Yeah. I saw gold bars on the TV. Someone <laughs> else's money was right there. Yeah. And I'm like, dang. It, you know, it was kind of like if you're waving, like, Everybody does that to their dog, and then they don't give it. I'll to put them. a dollar bill on a string, and I'll drag it across yeah. the table for you. You want a freeze-dried treat? Oh, you get some Purina. <laughs> Alpo, not as good. 
Let's talk about your fallen, ma'am. Oh, gosh, y'all. What you doing falling? This is so terrible. That's what I said to her. What, <laughs> what you, you doing, you doing falling? falling? So I've tried so hard, and I have not fallen in six months. And my goal in life is to protect my joint. So I'm working really hard to take care of myself. I don't wear the flip-flops hardly ever. Now, when it gets 100 degrees, now that I've fallen in my nice hokas, then, well, I may put them on again. But, I mean, I'm seriously, I'm just doing everything known to man. So I have my little grandsons with me, and, you know, I've been on vacation. And yesterday morning, I needed to go up to my office and do I thought let me just go up there on Sunday do a few things that way when I went today I would already be like ahead of the game and then I had four Amazon packages of things that needed to be returned and I need to deal with that so we live in an older home and my husband's truck and my SUV we get them both in there because of hail and in because the in the garage and it's an old garage you know so it's not the kind where you got a lot of extra room. We got to shimmy them in there. Use a shoehorn. Get them in. <laughs> well, we had them both in there. And I just took a bath. I smelled clean and fresh. You told me this like four times. I was clean. I was really clean. Had my lotion. <laughs> I mean, makeup on on a Sunday morning. She was sassy. I was like, I had a cute little sweatshirt. She was sassy. <laughs> and so my grandson's walking in front of me. And I have my computer on my arm in a bag i have my purse i had the four amazon packages i have my sunglasses on and i had a big old tea this big <laughs> and i've got a photo of this actually and so i've been telling my husband like months same way with the chair uh oh here I comes after danny again. i i said you've been telling about the chair for years not months I, it's been a long time there's these three insecticide bags look like fertilizer bags and he has them in the walkway she's gonna blame him for this and yeah. you see oh, that totally oh him. oh and, and he's got shingles on my side of the car and right now let me just tell you those things better shingles? be gone this shingles and i have to step over the shingles to get in the car on my side Might like spare shingles yes because just in case we fall on hard times and hail comes gonna I'm need them might need those you're gonna Might need them and i've been telling him just move the shingles to the front where i don't have to step on them i'm gonna fall and hurt myself and I've told him to get those bags out. I'm, you know, we don't need those. We have a service. Keep them in case we fall on hard times and need insecticide. That's right. So that's, all, right. that's all one of the things you're going to be caring about when you mm -hmm. fall on I hard need times. Those. Yeah. Need a big pipe wrench. Yeah, I need those bags. <laughs> so I like you know I'm drinking go water. You're out want pesticide. and no, I can't see where I'm going, but I go out in the dark every day to go to work. Well, anyway, my grandson's in front of me, and he gets to the end, and all of a sudden, I don't even know. Like, I'm flying over the things. And I and it's like 40 degrees outside, so it's freezing cold in the shade. And I land onto the cement flat, and the tea goes everywhere all on me, and I land on the laptop. She was clean. There goes the sweater. She was clean it's, and fresh. It was. It was not a, it wasn't a Walmart sweater. It was a nice sweater. <laughs> I mean, I'd only, it was only she the was second clean. time I had worn it. and I was wondering why she brought up the sweater. <laughs> yes. And so Eli's done. He goes, Mamie, do I need to call for help? And I didn't want to freak him out, but I couldn't get up either. And I said, I'm okay. I'm okay. 
because I didn't want him to, because he was like, I could hear it, uh-huh. you know, because it looked He's awful. escalated. Stuff had come off the wall, you know, down onto oh, me. Man. You know, it was just like, you can't see under here, but I'm bloody here. I'm, Your finger was bleeding. This, this, I have a cut here. I'm bloody over here. I didn't know what had happened. My, my main thing was, did I hurt my joint, my new joint? I was scared to death. Well, apparently, later on, I realized my instinctively somehow the only place in my body that's not hurt was my new joint, but everything else is hurt. So, like, protected it. my other knee, I landed on it. I landed on my, somehow on my hip and my elbow and my hands, and I was down there on the floor, and I can't get up. I literally can't get up. I'm laying there. So, luckily, I can reach my cell phone. I called Danny. Why can't you get up? She doesn't have the strength in her knees. I don't because, have a, because you're sore? Because you can't get off the floor. The strength I, in her knees. I was literally flat on the floor. And so, like, I can't. So, you're, you're, you're still in that rehab point to where, like, if you if you were, if I laid you down on the ground right now, can you not get up? I could. But right now, the, when this happened, I was in such pain and shock. And just, I was shimmied under the truck. And yeah. up against the wall. I mean, there's only like this much space. So you're she's wedged. And I'm yeah. and I'm covered in tea and I don't know what sweater's ruined. I don't yeah. know sweater's what she was hurt on me. She had just taking a shower. <laughs> it's not a Walmart sweater. So Lotion. I call I call I call Danny in the back and he's gone back to take a shower. And I call him from my cell phone, which I can reach in my purse and say, Hey, I've fallen in the garage. You need to come. I, can't, I can't get up. Get, yeah, uh, insert. I've fallen. That's what I say. Did, if you had the up. life alert, would you have pushed it? Honestly, yeah. honestly, in, in this moment, I'm making fun of Laura. But given you, given your circumstances that you explained, it's not smart for you to try and get up. Well, I didn't know what yeah. was hurt at that point. Like yeah, I, I couldn't exactly, tell you exactly. what was hurt. Yeah, I just knew this is bad. This yeah. is not good. And so he goes, and he knew it was bad too. Because he would never leave the restroom. Men do, don't leave the restroom. You know that. He's so there taking care of business. I guess this is my future. I leave the restroom all the time. <laughs> so he comes. He comes. He's got the motel twirl going on. So his hair looks goes up like a cupie. It's like this. He has shaving cream from here to here. He has on shorts and sandals. And he stopped to put a daggum coat on. <laughs> So well, come, it was really cold, though, that day. It was. It was it's, cold out there in the shade. So I'm laying there, and I, I'm able to kind of roll over then onto my back. And I'm feeling like what's hurt was hurt. And I tell him, you're going to have to pull me up. And I'm like thinking, thank goodness I've lost a little weight because I don't know if he could pull me off the ground because he's 70 years old. And I don't know if he can do it. He pulled me up off the ground. <laughs> and I go in the house. And, and then you blamed him for having left all the stuff I to- I told him I was so mad. I said, you get those bags out or your chair's gone when I get home. That chair. That's, that's so funny, let's though. Let's take it's back like, in, in time, though, all the things that she was carrying that you didn't let Eli help you carry. This is what yeah. I He's like 10 years old. He I can said, carry stuff. Okay, so, so you're going out to the garage that's tight. He wet. told me I need to she watch her. I'm walking. Sun, she has her sunglasses on. Oh, wait, wait. And what did she just say? She was warned that she needs to understand she's where got she's got her walking. Big did you listen, though? You didn't listen. You she's didn't watch where you were going. Amazon bags and her her, her computer. And I go, you and have her purse that's not small. grandsons. Go here. Eli, take these this. packages. You carry Wait this. Wait a second. We didn't mention that your grandsons were born with no arms, right? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, they're severely handicapped. <laughs> so, this. so yes, while the, the stuff shouldn't have been on the ground, you also could have asked for help carrying your No, yeah, I'm, She's I'm, just trying to put no, the blame on somebody else. No. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Danny's side on this whole thing. <laughs> I'm going 50-50. I'm going 50-50. No, I'm not. Uh, no, because Danny, hey. Danny the bags have you. no place there. Danny, how long saved have they been her. there? How long have the bags been there? Like six years. 
So, so it's really, yeah. it's really his fault. You didn't know where they were on well, the floor. Six, they surprised you. They snuck up on you. Uh, you six need, years is a long need, time. Wait now. till I show you this photo. Well, six years is, she sent me the pic already. I've already seen. Already six years seen is plenty of time for you to have learned the lay of the land and not tripped over it again. <laughs> Look at this. Can you see this? I put it right up him. to the camera. I'll put it on. We'll just put it in. We'll just put it in. I've already, I've already, I've already chosen my stance on this issue. <laughs> I don't need to see the picture. There's a car tire right there, and I was wedged in that. A car tire. I agree that that's dangerous. They've been there for a long time, but you I'm gonna shouldn't just, have been holding all the stuff. No, I want to do the math on how many times she's walked that path in the six years those bags have been there, <laughs> and not tripped. Thousands. Yeah. So it's Danny's fault. Is it yeah. really? Is it really? For all, for all the reasons we've listed, it's still Danny's fault. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, when when it comes to what Wes is saying, that's like me like drinking too much and then like bumping into a wall in my house. Who I mean, moved this wall? It's, Damn wall! It's been there forever. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I don't get to get mad at the wall. So we're laying in bed last night going to sleep, and I like after you know when you sit, cussing him. and then all of a sudden you can't you can't, you're really stiff. So I got up, I was doing stuff. I thought, okay, I'm fine. And then I sat in the car to drive to my mother in law's in Carrollton, and when I got there, I couldn't walk. On my knee, and I thought, okay, I am screwed now. This is really bad. And then, was I, there was there pain or nothing? Yes, it okay. was so bad I couldn't even walk on it. Okay. and it's still weak today. Like it, but it's not my good, my new one. No, it's the other one that I hurt. It's your bad one. It's oh. a bad one. <sighs> so, we're laying in bed, and he goes. I'm going to move the shingles this week. I'm like, good. <laughs> this week. Uh, yeah, let's hold bets on whether or not that happens this week. He's got it on his I list. I said good because as soon as my legs healed, I'll be pulling the trash can up and throwing away anything I want in that garage, <laughs> including your chair. Including your chair. Good night. <laughs> All because you can't accept your own your blame for what you've done. <laughs> no, you know that you're not. Are you at fault like even like 10% yes, in your own mind? I how am. Much, how much percent? 100 so you're 100% at fault. So but, why are you yelling at Danny? Because I'm on the podcast and he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> She's venting. I'll email it to him. But yeah, but yeah it's, it's true. It's like, you know, in this situation, you know, you needed help and he saved you. You should you, be extra you grateful. You couldn't move on the ground and he picked you up. I'm sure when he walked out and saw me under that truck laying there in my nice clean sweater. She had lotion. And you doubted. And she spilled tea all over it. And yeah, her tea covered sweater that's not from Walmart. She only got to wear it twice. But you doubted that he can save you and he saved you. He barely got me up. What if Dan had to be there? But he got you up. Like, that's, 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 that's like the whole point. This is like, you know, if Superman saved you and then he like whips you through the sky and you're like, oh my gosh, he ruined my hair. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. That's what it's like. If Danny hadn't been there, though, like, could you have called for Christopher? To come I, I would have you? just like life alert. Breathed, rolled, and the, I would have, have found my out. way. You'd have to creep out to where you could. I would have crawled something. to the house. The twelve. Would have gotten that sweater you know? way earlier. Yeah. Well, it just it just would have taken longer because once again, you were right not to get up in that situation. You you you. You fell, you're in shock, you're in pain now, and you're, you know, you are... You're just you, trying to get your bearings. You, you, you are yeah. recovering from a major surgery, something you don't want to re-aggravate. So, yeah, if he wasn't there, I'd picture you, like, on the floor for, like, 30 minutes, figuring out how to properly... Yeah, you, you lay there for a if, while. If, if you can get up or you should or you should yeah. get up. Well, and the one thing... You don't want to dial back the time on I everything you did. <laughs> well, I wanted off the floor because it was so cold, but yeah. number, I didn't want to scare Eli any further than what he was already scared, because... Like the scare in his voice was bad. Yeah. yeah. 
because it was loud and very scary sounding. Mm-hmm. I, I heard it, but I don't even, your mom asked me like, what did you land on? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I literally don't know what happened to me. You know, it happened so fast. Kind of like when we were in New Orleans, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's pretty commonplace for Laura that one minute she's up and the next minute, and she's, minute down. she's down. Oh, I thought in New Orleans she was drunk, though. No. no she's no. never been drunk. This was like middle of the afternoon. She I falls had, down. Well, well it's New Orleans in the middle of the afternoon. No, so I hadn't had any. You're going to slip on pee No, in the she's street. tripping on flip-flops on uneven streets. Or cobblestones. And you didn't catch me. It's also, also her fault. You know why? Because she wore stupid shoes on cobblestone. No, she wet blamed that on me because of I course was she does. I've, I've, seen, I've seen her pattern. This is what she does. She doesn't take any responsibility. Does nope. No. She does have a pattern. She's gonna take your chair away. What's <laughs> funny is the th- see the th- since having this surgery on my knee and my balance still isn't normal, and I've said this to you a hundred times. Everywhere I have to go, I think about it, and like where I'm walking, and I'll assess like. You know, if it's two uneven streets, I'm not going that way. Because well, and look and at what danger me, you put yourself in with all the things in your hands. No, and I won't do that again. I will not do that again because I was. You don't think about yourself as not being able to do things you've always done, and I forget that you do get older and that I need to be more careful. And so that was a lesson that I thankfully I'm on the other side of, and I'm going to be okay. Yeah, because you could have really screwed I, up there, I, Laura. Well, the only thing that do- uh, the surgeon, when I went back to him, like, and I told him all the things I'm doing with my lifestyle mm-hmm. to protect my joint and make sure that I'm taking good care of it. And, and I, you know, I, and I'm asking him, is there anything else I need to do? What's the most important thing? You know, like even from, do I walk on the treadmill or do I walk outside? He said, don't fall. Yeah. That's all he told me not to do is don't fall. It's true. She couldn't do it. That's Be- a tall order because, for Galloway. Because it, because <laughs> six months. I was impressed. <laughs> what happened to my leg? Oh, I fell. That's what they always say. Well, how'd you tear that? Quad well, the people oh, that I fell, the older people that die that break their hips, they fall. They, you're lucky you didn't crack your head open on stuff. Yeah. Or bust my teeth out, or yeah. you know, you know. You have just, busted your teeth. Yes, I have. She I've never. Six months is the longest I've ever gone without falling. We have to reset the clock to zero. She falls yeah. all the time. Is there a spreadsheet of you falling? Probably. She falls. <laughs> what was the previous record? I mean, I've, I've known her like you know some some like six eight falls. Yeah. Well, I like we're talking about good falls. I've known Laura for not like nine falls ago. <laughs> it's like the metric system. It's like a Laura's measure, falling. It's a measure yeah. of time. <laughs> it's like a measure of time. It's how the U.S. measures falls. How many Laura falls is it? <laughs> when I went to have, that was like three Laura falls ago. <laughs> when the surgeon was like looking at my knee to determine what needed to happen, and. It was fractured, and I didn't even know it. That's how much I've fallen on it. Yeah. I was just going around with a fractured knee. Yeah, so you probably did that to the other one now. Now you needed that one. Too. And the other one's not good. No. And that's the thing. I was thinking, you fall down like that in the garage. I'm thinking, you're gonna you're going straight back in to get a, a, a knee replacement on the other side. Now. I was afraid. Yeah. And then when I got up this morning, I wanted to tell Danny, but he was in the restroom, so I had to go to work. You could text him. And, well, he texted. No, I always take my phone to the bathroom. He texts me. I'm on the toilet. He texted me at work, and he he must have. He goes, "How are you?" You know, because he's worried because I was under his. Because you're mad. Not Because you're yeah. mad at him for no reason. That's why he's texting you. Are you okay? Are you are you over it? Are, are you, you over okay? being mad at me and yeah. being mad at yourself? Am like I you out should of the be. Doghouse? So yes, that was that's the a perfect guy that was sentence. The, I are didn't you even okay? fall on yeah. vacation. It can physically, yeah. emotionally. It means am I in trouble? Are you still mad at me? Yeah. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Over. Yeah. I felt like that in my house one time. 
and it was bad. Where? Oh, what? What'd you, you fall slipped on? on dog pee. I slipped on oh. pee. I was holding Mabel Oops. when she was a baby. Maybe she was like one or something. I think I. I got I got her up out of her crib. Like the other kids have all gone off to school, but I went and got her out of her flip crib. Flip flops. And I'm wearing flip flops. I think I was wearing flip flops, or maybe I was barefoot. No, I, either it's way, flip flops. And I'm walking through my kitchen. Well, one of the dogs had peed on the kitchen floor let and out. because the kids didn't let them oh. outside, you know, so they have to go. And See, she blamed the, the kids. That's, That's what she right. did. I did because the kids <laughs> and the had all, and the, yeah. because the kids had all been at, up for the morning, but nobody bothered to let the dogs out for the morning. Like they've been holding their bladder all night long, you know, and I'm asleep because I'm up with a baby. And I shouldn't have to walk where I'm going or take any caution when I'm around. So, <laughs> you know, I get Mabel and then I walk through the kitchen on my way back didn't see any pee and it's like straight up right out of a cartoon banana peel and there goes your baby but i'm but i'm conscious that she's on my hip and i'm going down in that direction i think i'm gonna break her leg i'm gonna land on her and i'm gonna break my leg so i'm trying to like turn away from her and i think i i think i braced with this elbow so i could feel myself coming down i'm gonna land on her leg so i think i put this elbow down to like at least brace it because this I like broke the tip of my elbow or something it hurts like I couldn't even use this arm it was ridiculous yeah and then I'm laying in pee so now I'm on the ground with a baby she was clean because she fell too <laughs> my elbow's broken and I'm laying in urine Doug was home still but he's in the shower what kind of sweater did you have on I didn't have a sweater on. I had a t-shirt on. No lotion. I was dirty. So oh, okay. she right. was dirty. <laughs> I'm screaming for Doug. And he's in the shower. So eventually he does come out with his towel on. He's all soapy. Is like, Mabel crying by now? She's crying. Yeah. We're both covered in pee. Yeah. We're laying on the floor covered in pee. I'd be I crying it too. Up. It was great. Ugh. So good times. No, it's always so funny to me whenever you say like, oh, so ever since I hurt my knee, like I have to think about every step that I take. That's been the last 30 years for me, honey. Yeah. <clears throat> every single step I take, whether I'm asleep or half asleep or awake, every single step I take everywhere is intentional so that I don't dislocate my knees because I've done it 20 times on each one. Yeah. He passed that along to Violet. Violet's kneecap slips off too. It doesn't slip off. They just said it. It's, she has a higher propensity for it to slip off. So she has to wear a brace to dance now. And then she's in physical therapy because she has tight muscles that run up like the side of her thigh. <clears throat> so those tight muscles are pulling and they're pulling that kneecap in that direction. So she has pain on the other side of her kneecap. So they're trying to make that let go on the side so it's not pulling so much. But she just has like a natural, it doesn't sit quite as deep as it's supposed to. So it wants to come off. Mm -hmm. So but yeah, I've had that before where you're falling and then like time slows down and you calculate which way to fall. So yeah. That you yeah. I recall doing that on the yeah. way down I, mm -hmm. and thinking I'm going to break her leg because yeah. she's on my hip. So she's got one front and one behind me and I'm going to land on it. Yeah. I'm going down this way and I'm going to land on it. My shoulder should be broken for how many shoulder impacts I've taken. Yeah. Other than that, I don't fall. I slipped on the pee-pee. With a flip-flop. With a flip-flop. And then I'm laying in urine. So I, I would rather be covered in tea on the garage floor than be in the kitchen floor. But she floor was covered clean and had lotion. I had body oil. a really oil. nice sweater, Jess. Did you not hear that? Didn't come from Walmart. Wasn't not from Walmart. Walmart. Not nope. Walmart. No. I, I mean, you know. Yeah. Is it ruined or can you get the tea out? I did, even in my state. Went in and found the spray and wash. And, you know. 
Because you got to focus on the pop. Well, she's on, on, she's on the on ground the and she can't get up. So might as well just pull your Tide stick out and just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's your Tide pin? Is it in your purse? I told, I sent your was mom. Was it a green tea? That'll, that'll. It was. It is a green yeah. tea. That'll get and, you. And it, it was like a, it's, it was like a off whitish cream. Oh, that's yeah. a big deal. And then the tea went on it. So now it turned get, to like. Now I get the emphasis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, now I wish white. Danny shot a picture of you on the ground. That that's what been, I would have done. Yeah. First off, well, first I would have laughed. It would have been way funnier. Totally failed. He totally failed. I would have laughed until she had like this angry face on and then you take the picture like <laughs> yeah. uh, what you doing following well i sent her a photo of my bloody hand or something she goes and i said i'm following the garage on the cement oh my god did she laugh at you did she cackle no, at you she's like what? She did not laugh at she's her. like good because she knows if i'm saying because it's like the worst nightmare when he wants old them. people problems. i mean <clears throat> out in that you know like that holding yard of y'all's is like the wickedness. <laughs> of You're not allowed over there. No, <laughs> there's a sign out there. She's falling in the office. She can't blame yeah. it on the holding yard. She has fallen. She knows. I fell in the office. Sign, she don't go out there. I fell in the holding yard and fell in the dog water dish in the holding yard. I mean, because it's that's still funny. That's a how yeah, do you that, fall in that's a funny dog today. dish? You know, know. <laughs> if somebody was gonna do it, it'd be you. It's I just... can think of like three times where I've ever like fallen. That's the only one I can think of is when I slipped on the pee pee. Well, your mom fell at the ranch too. Yeah, because she had a dog on a leash that like went under her leg. Yeah, I didn't that's fall. What, I was taken to the ground. That's yeah. how I fell in yeah, the office. You it fall was independent yeah. of yeah. You blames it on and me. And for the record, that injury of yours did not come from falling. It came from falling and then ignoring all the pain signals your body sent you for three months and making it worse. No, the injury started there, but yeah. I exasperated it. That's shocking. That's not something you. That do. is shocking. Laura did it too. That's why you guys are such good friends. We, we make the it. same mistakes. <laughs> gotta keep on going. And Laura, and Laura literally just did it. Like I'm sure your other knee is like. Your other good. knee is trash. No, it's not good. So are you waiting to like heal this knee to like? She's hoping to avoid having to do the other knee. I'm, oh, so, she, so she's ignoring what her body's telling you. Yes. Den- <laughs> Denial again. Okay. It's, okay. It's no, a, I got it. I'm you good. should blame Danny for that knee. Is what you should do. <laughs> it's it's bone on bone. But there are things that, even though it's bone on bone, there's things that you can do to not have it progress. One is you don't want to carry extra body weight because that puts lots of extra pressure on your joint. Fall in the garage. What about carrying Amazon packages and a laptop bag? And not letting Eli help you. Exactly. You know, that's ridiculous. So now I add that to my list. Danny, just you know, look where you're going. Which I wasn't looking where I was he's going. He's right. Wrong. He's right. He's not By wrong. The way. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's right, but he's not wrong. But you know what? That's not the thing to say. No. That is Duh. not the thing this is, to this say. This is the thing. Mr. With... Galloway. I can say it because I'm not married to her, but yeah. But this is the deal. You know how like I like to do this to Danny? Well, he likes to do it to me, even he no can shit. he cannot help himself. <laughs> he cannot like he knows what's about to happen. Because he knows I'm about to come for him. <laughs> and he can't help himself. He just has to do it and he say it anyway. 40 I years. I would do the same thing. Fallen. <clears throat> what do we want to actually talk about today? I don't know. I'm still mad about those dogs. You're still mad about those dogs or your $50,000? Yeah, I thought you were going to say the check. Well, the $50,000 was, was the starter of my, of my day of mad... <laughs> No, I mean, I listened to the podcast that we recorded with Ricky, and I'm just like, there's just so much ground here. There's just so much ground. You know what's weird? It's like I haven't listened to a podcast in like a over, 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 well over a year, and I like, 
Well, I saw the response to that one because that's my job is to check the Facebook because I'm posting today. And I like, didn't see the response. See to what it. happened. There's over 100 comments. There's like a whole, oh, really? And you never. There was have, a bot on there. I squashed it. 100 comments on a podcast. Ever. The, oh. the podcast is usually like, you yeah. know, um, but it was like, obviously a, you know, duh, it, it is a big deal. Well, because you know, obviously it's going to get people outraged, and there's nothing to do about it. So all you can do is you know, kind of yell about it. So. I still I still wonder if we should just call the police. Just, you know what I saw in some of the comments that was a good idea? You call the police and ha- like have them do a wellness check on her. Exactly. Because then they'll go in the door. we heard she was ill. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't sound good. We called her and she didn't her. answer the phone. Yeah, we don't we know what's happening over there. She doesn't answer. You can't do it now because like. Sure I mean, you can. I'll you do it. Like, I'll go home and do it tonight. Sure you can. It's a wellness that would, check. That would technically be like a, a false police report. No, it isn't. Do it now. No, it's, it's not, not a it's police a wellness report. Check. It's a wellness check. I guess that's technically true. I just don't think that they would like do Because like crazy anything. relatives do you know that what? to people they're all the time. They're going to go up there and they're going to you know, you, This you know, woman's <clears throat> house smells really bad. Do you know yeah. how many so? houses exactly. in people Dallas live smell like really bad and that people live like hoarders? <clears throat> no one's coming. It's not against the law. There's no resources for this. I know people want to think that there is but this is the fact of the matter in texas we are warehousing teenagers that have been removed from their parents care due to neglect in motel sixes and they've got a caseworker that checks on them because there's nowhere for them to go i don't think people realize that they can't they can't, can't even care take care the of the children. least of these. How yeah. are they going to take care of a woman who's paying her bills and not breaking the right. walls? There's no one to come. No one's coming. Hello. I know it's horrible. No one's coming. Yeah. People care, but no one's coming. It's like when I see someone on the corner and they've got their child there and they're holding their sign up and they want money on this corner or that corner. It's not that I don't care, but what? how am I going to save you? I can't take you off the corner and do something. You know, what am I going to do? Well, that's the same thing here. Where is she going to go? What's going to happen? I think a lot of people lose the ability to put into perspective. And this might sound mean because we run a dog rescue. That human beings come above dogs. They should. When it comes to government resources, taking care of people. Feeding children is going to come above taking care of dogs. It's just and going we can't to. even take care and of the kids. And we can't take care of the kids. We well, can't I mean, feed the people. We can't house the people. No, you That's have, why you, we have so many homeless yeah. and we have hungry children. Well, well we, we could. We can, we but we don't. don't. But I don't want to go down Well, I mean, we want to go into all of that. No, but no. no. But, no. We're, but see, but, but you get caught up in, the, in bureaucracy, whether it's for people or whether it's for dogs. And everything looks to the law. Everything looks to the law. Well, no, this is the thing. I remember that meme that I'd seen when we first started the rescue. Is it that I always thought somebody should do something? Okay, who's somebody? You're somebody. Yeah. 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 You're. You know. I, I'm sorry. No one's coming. No one's coming. You well, know, it's there, like when people call call us or email us, and they want us to fix a terrible situation because they're upset by whatever the situation is. That's because they've seen it firsthand and, or they've participated and they just need to hand it off the problem off to you. I'm sorry that we can't fix every situation. And so then they're mad at you because you can't fix their problem. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm one person. We're 
collectively a handful of people. That thought, though, is how I get to vigilantism when I do it because one's like, oh, there should be justice. Oh, what is like? Sometimes you're justice. And that's how it needs to happen because no, there's nobody else is going to do that. Yeah, so, but that's, so, that's not but a that, realistic that, thing. It's, it's, I know it's, that's it's, why it's, I don't do it. That's it's, a movie. It's, yeah, that's it's, why it's, I don't act upon that. But no, that's the thought that I have it's, still. It's just not realistic, like at all. And like even even for me, it's like, um, yeah, it's like I, I'm sure I, I I can't even understand the scope of you know hungry kids or homeless people in our own country, in our own state, in our own county. Um, and there are there are people that will step up and do that because, well, and and there's also like like for me my ignorance of that I just think, I I don't think but I would think that like, oh you know there's processes in place for that there's bureaucracy in place for that and it should work fine, but what I really should do is like think of that mindset towards like dogs, and I'm sure people do that too exactly oh yeah lost dog or homeless dog it's like oh there's people you know there's guys with trucks there's mechanisms there's guys yeah. guys with they trucks will take care of that. they got uniforms on like that's 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 their deal right like, that, that's they're they're doing it but the reality is and basically why we started this rescue is that no one's coming to help you right so you need to either do something yourself or kind of get over it well and that's the, the, this is the, there's so many facets. If you're of upset this. by it, some people don't even let themselves get upset by it. But you know, either situation. one of the biggest, most powerful tools that we have is to educate people, right? And I always and, and, I, and try I to encourage change. Yes. yes, to try to encourage change for people to recognize within themselves what they can do and what and what we don't want, what's not acceptable, and how we teach our children. So. I always say when we're talking to somebody and they can't believe what's happened with the dog, mm-hmm. like they're learning about this dog that they're going to adopt and this dog's history. And I always explain that we tell the story and we don't expect that in our lifetime that this is going to change when we're on this earth. But you know what? Your child who grew up with this dog and who knows this dog's story, they're going to... Re- they're going to remember all these things. Right. My grandkids then, know what mill dogs are. Yeah. They know what that I've means. I've heard that from lots and lots of people that every time they talk, their, their kids know what this is. And right. Like all of them, their, so, their kids So when Mabel has kids. Yes. How will the world have changed? And, the, and this is it? not acceptable, you yeah. know, because they're, they're learning. Just you know, now people are learning about things that are acceptable, that they don't find acceptable, that are happening that they had no clue about. Right. Whether it's stray dogs down on, you know, the Texas Mexico border, whether it's mill dogs, whether it's this lady living in squalor, making a living off of stacking these crates high in her house. Yeah. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that are now with social media that are being brought to the surface and people are going, Oh, they're appalled by it. You got to look at that and you're appalled. You're appalled by that. But that's why I said in my post, it's important for you to remember that there's thousands of her, Yeah. Yes. It's there not might like, be another one right down the street. From exactly. her. There yeah. was one next door. It was her aunt. I mean, it's the. It was oh, the, that was the. Yeah. The, the, yeah. It was right next door. So, so the perspective, you have to maintain the perspective on the magnitude of the problem. Us going in there and getting all of those dogs out of there doesn't change. It doesn't change her behavior. It doesn't change. No. All, it shut, it, all it has done now is we've told these dog stories, brought a spotlight to this one situation, and now... We, and we changed the life of the dog. Of those dogs. And now we can't And now help I can't again. save any more out of you there. You changed the life of the dog. You educate at least, at least 20 people. 
as to this is this is what's going on. Yeah. If 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 that's the reality, I can save one dog, and then twenty people know better about situations like this. I see that as a win. Right. Maybe in time. It is incremental. Yeah. It is incremental. And that's what you're saying. Everything else in life. Right. It's It's, incremental. It's education. Right. You're not going to. There's no magic wand. Yeah. There is no situation where you get to hit something over the head and like, boom, everyone, everyone knows now and everything's fixed. Yeah. That never happens. Right. Maybe in time, you know, legislature will catch up and they'll make some of it, but probably not. And probably just educating people who tell people who tell people. Well, because now Mabel's going to know when she's 25 years old and she wants a dog. Oh, you go to a house and it smells to high heaven and they won't let you in the door. This is probably not a good situation. You know, this is not a reputable breeder to be buying. Well, you have to make it because Wes always makes the statement that shame is the strongest Thing that any person could feel it is that's why people fear public speaking so, more than so death what my goal is but for you, you as a consumer you can't, you can't use that as a weapon though it doesn't work that no way. but what you i cannot wield my goal my goal is <laughs> for consumers bad. across america who are going to go get themselves a puppy and look at something like that i want them to go oh i'm kind of ashamed of myself that i'm even looking at that yeah because what are you going to do you're going to tell that story oh i went to this house and it was squalor and i right you know that's not a but you know, once again, like like I was saying in the last podcast, is that like when when you're ignorant about getting a puppy, and then you're talking to someone about getting a puppy, and then you meet them in that Walmart parking lot or at a gas station, and you see this crappy little crusty malnourished thing that doesn't look anything like the photo, it's hard to be like, nah, I don't want that one because you have crossed over from a consumer making a decision to even meet that person in the parking lot to a saver. Yeah. So my, my my point is is you never make that cross. Right, you shouldn't have gotten. Yeah. That you part. should never have gotten into that yeah. position. Yeah. Because I'm like you. If I was in that position, I would say, "Give me that dog." Give me that. Well, and that's fucking... that. And I think that there's going to be the art that there's that same same argument for us and what we're doing. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. And that it that's why it is controversial because we did we crossed over. Yes. We did exactly that. In that we saw the squalor, we listened to Ricky's words of what he was seeing, and we made the decision to cross over. Because at that point, even though she had given us a couple of dogs that needed thousands and thousands of dollars worth of surgery and passed away, we decided to cross over and be the savior for those it's dogs. Like, yes, that, 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 that's true, but we're smart, and we've done this before. We well, did not it, we, only we, that. We did, we did it in the best possible way. And what way. I always say is the money that we spend, because we spent $6,700 to get those 15 dogs out of there. But that money is spent not just to save the lives of the dog. It's to be able to tell their stories right. yeah. and to educate and we've well, always and that money is money that she would not have gotten, like if she tried to sell those dogs, she she would have gotten more money than that. she would have gotten much more money than that, Be- and that's why she brought retail prices I to Ricky first. I highly doubt that. <coughs> At for Ken? those puppies, you're gonna try and sh- you're gonna try and shop around and get retail for any of the dogs that we got from her. She would have sold you those are... puppies for two k each all day long. Yes, she would have. Well. I mean, yeah. Well, what's if they this, this, at, you know, at Canton, that's what she no, would have done. One at a time in a Walmart parking lot, or you dupe somebody in, into going there. Maybe, maybe she could have. Well, she's but got those, but but honestly, no, because those puppies would not have survived that long for her to put those things together. Well, that's because she was ill. 
She was ill. She has relationships with other breeders. She does co-breeding with other breeders. I wouldn't be surprised if she comes back to us. I wouldn't wouldn't either. At all. I wouldn't either. Because you know what? You have to learn how to speak these people's language. What is their language? Money. 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 I get that. And it works every time. I get that. Why do you think they keep letting us in the auction house? And, and... You know, when she when she reached out about Hyacinth, I just want to clarify this story because we got a little confused with Ricky on who we got when and what's, you know, because it was like, it's a lot. But I was thinking about it afterwards. We got Hug-A-Bug from her, which was the little black Frenchie with the huge vaginal prolapse. Ricky picked her up, took her straight to the ER. She went for surgery. She was, you know, we we got her back to health. That's the kind of prolapse that, was the- that comes from a hormonal... right. You and over, but that was the first connection we had with this woman, and it was you know she texted Diane. Diane sent us a picture, said, "Can you help?" We said yes. We sent Ricky to go get it. That's his first knock, knock, knock on that lady's door, and got a little whiff of what's going on over there. Picks up the dog, and off we go. There's, no, there's nothing else to be done there. You just you you get that dog, and then so she had, but she has Ricky's phone number, and because Ricky you know texts these people, I'm on my way. And she texted him, and she texted Diane at like 1 o'clock in the morning that I have this sick yep. female yep. that I've been nursing her along, but she's not getting any better. And I'm thinking to myself, for you to text people at 1 o'clock in the morning, how worried are you about this dog's life? For, because, some, for somebody like that, you are talking a beyond ER immediately right now. Exactly. Exactly. So then she lies... In like in in the recordings after when she's mad at us after the fact and says that dog was only sick for a couple of days. I love how you put those recordings in. Because you know what? I want people to hear her. I want you to hear her. (laughs) Because that you know, Wes narrowed that down to like thirty. Oh man, there there was so much repetitiveness and like she stops and starts, which made it easy to cut. It's easily it's easily thirty minutes. Oh of, yeah, of content. And, and honestly, like with these these puppy millers, she sounds, and I've seen her. She looks like the majority of them. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you're talking big old WT. Yeah. Just just white trash man. A, a, a really a really gross person. Yeah. Which we I think we can all figure this. She's not clean with her sweater. And, her and once again, you know, <laughs> you know and like once again, this, you know, I don't feel like this person is evil or goes out of nope, her way to hurt dogs. That. This is pure ignorance. This is just ignorance facts about the dogs and the con- and the condition of the location that they but came from the and, their, of, and their treatment. But the kind of person who this is okay, this life that she lives is okay, is something that we have a hard time relating to. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Travis said this before about too. situations like this: is that person doesn't wake up from an or- and decide to be. It's a slow slide. All yeah. of, of it's of not what her goal you... to twist your mustache. No. Like, oh, how can I mess with dogs today? How, how can I? How can I get worse? You know. But it's, for, for her to worse. say that about Hyacinth, that that dog had only been sick for a couple of days. That dog was so sick. I mean, I saw the photo of her with Ricky carrying her well, out. And I'm like, that dog is like so this. sick. Well, and Dr. Reno saw her when she came in. She happened to be here. She, she, happened, to be here. Said, she uh-uh. happened to be here. She put her in her car and drove her straight to the clinic and took her to surgery yeah. to try to save her life. And <clears throat> she told me after the fact, she goes, this dog was really difficult for me to maintain in surgery. She talked about how difficult it was to keep, to keep her stable in surgery. 
and she wasn't sure why. She just kept saying, I kept telling myself, get her through surgery, get this infected uterus out of her, get her on some heavy antibiotics, and try to save her life. Well, after that is when we learned that she told Ricky that she, was, she had been given her Keflex, and she'd been given her steroids. Keflex is an antibiotic. And steroids are an immune suppressor. So <clears throat> if, she had, if she had known that when she took her to surgery, would anything have been different? She no. would have said that it's going to be really hard to save her life. But she did. And, and then Ricky told them in the ER that the woman had been giving this dog prednisone. And they said that's the worst thing that they could have ever given this dog. And it ultimately cost her life. Um, but already in her head, when she gets on the phone to like yell at us, she's already made up lies in her head. Mm-hmm. To repeat to us that the dog had only been sick a couple of days. It's so funny too, because like my, my my first my first thought from hearing that is like, man, somebody should like, somebody should text her and be like, in a situation like that, you would never get prednisone. But it's like, well, as if this person is going to retain any information or gives a wild shit exactly. at all. Exactly. It's just like you know, this person is just going to keep fumbling along through life, you know, just causing terror and, and havoc and abusing dogs until until the very end. And even if we got all of her dogs from her, she'd just she get more dogs. Again. Oh, oh my gosh, she would start right back over. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought that too because it's you know I'm not, <clears throat> I, you know I, 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 I will think like Wes as well to where it's like, well I have your address, um I, I know where your house is, I, I know what I would be capable of doing, depending on how many dogs in there. Am I just gonna go vigilante and go get those dogs out of there? But literally like. I'm sure, like a week later, she would just start collecting. Absolutely, you just start collecting more. It's it's it really is like you know, and what a what a great segue into the last podcast talking about hoarders because that's what she's doing. It's it is a hoarding mentality. It's a hoarding mentality that also is the sole source of her income. So she definitely well, and, can't. And, stop. and so, it's not like it's a an income that's going to affect if she's getting disability or. Uh, this, you know, this income is all else. cash under the table. Yeah, yeah. I'm not paying any tax on yeah. this money. This is like it's a an income that's going to affect if she's getting disability or. Uh, this you know, this income whipped cream, and strawberries on top. Yeah, yeah, she's probably on disability and social security or whatever. Yeah, and and. So well, she wa- she wants she wants to go on that cruise. I mean, you need she, that cruise. Well, money. she told Ricky she had she needed to like she needed like eleven thousand dollars to pay her house off. And she wants to breed a few more times so that she can go on a cruise. But she also told him, because I was curious, because she lied back and forth several times. Because Ricky doesn't make stuff up. When Ricky comes out of there, he writes what she said, and then it goes in my brain. And that's what he said. She said about these puppies. She said, the mother's milk dried up, so I put her on another mother. Well, I went back to look at the text that Ricky sent when he came out of there, and that's precisely what she said. So I repeated that. Well, she's screaming at us after the fact and said, she never said that. I never said that. Well, you did say that. Mm-hmm. You said that. Otherwise, Ricky. why would Ricky, yeah. as if he dreamed no, that because, up somehow? Because she said that to Ricky, and it was a lie. Why? To pacify, to make it sound like these puppies are doing that's better because now they have another mama because with milk. She knows that people are going to have a shocking reaction to the reality that she lives in, and she knows subconsciously almost that she needs to pacify that right. as much as she can. So what in she, order in order to not deal with her shame. So what she lies about are things that she knows that she's guilty of. How sick Hyacinth was was not two days. 
No way. Was not two days. She did not, in fact, jump on it. These puppies yeah. that don't have any fat, it's 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 not it it you you lie that they look like that. We couldn't even guesstimate the age of these. Well, puppies. I've, I've never even heard Doctor Reno say before that a dog's eye pad has no fat. The eye pad. Yeah. No fat in their that? little face. That's why their eyes look so big in their head. Because they have no fat. They have no cheek fat. They have no iPad fat. This is because she's giving them milk from a dropper. Yeah. She doesn't have a mama with milk. She lied about that to make Ricky feel better. So that's what she does. She just makes up a lie to try to make her her shameless. And once again, it's like it's like it's like subconscious. It's it. This is this is a this is a reactionary behavior from yeah. her. I'm not sure if it went in the podcast or, or or not, or if it's something like we said together. But it's like, it's like those kids in the Congo, you know, those starving kids you see on TV. Yeah, we talked like, about that. With the big belly and no fat pad anywhere else in their body. With the big belly, it's yeah. like who would look at that kid and be like, oh, look how big his belly is. He's look a fat baby, fat and healthy. healthy. It's exactly the same. It's literally the same. It thing. is literally the same. Literally that the same thing. Also this is, this is the problem. We, like I always say, we have been to this party. We saw this exact same lady at the auction house. Yeah. With the poodle. What was her name? Coco. Coco. Yeah. Coco. The lady looked one way. Coco looked another way. Yep. This is the same thing. Yeah. Over again. Well, we've met hundreds of these people. I just I flash on the flash on the, I can't we remember. We just her we name. just you never really get to talk about name. it. The woman who bred the mm. Neapolitan mastiffs that was going to go out of business with that. It was like Debbie something. I can't remember. Anyway, the same piece of shit. I know who you're talking about. I was. can't come up with that last name. The same piece of shit. That I can tell who she is by looking at her and the condition of her dogs because they have everything. They're, they're dogs that are emaciated, dogs who have big cancerous tumors from their breath and and lie, just lie and lie and lie. The lady that had that standard poodle, what did she do? She stood right up there and lied and said, she's, she's a really picky, picky eater. She's just a picky eater. The dog was starving. And that she runs the fence all day, so she, that's why I can't keep any weight on her. We took her back to the sanctuary to clean her up. She could not get. She could not inhale food fast enough. Why are you starving your dog? As a, as a dog breeder, isn't it the, the, the simplest thing you could do is to feed your dogs? It costs money. To feed them? Make sure your dogs look good if you want to sell them. But you know, going back to one money. of the lies that this lady told, Ricky, and I had the same conversation with Dr. Reno because she, she starts telling him about the dogs that she has. And she told him that she it was either six or seven studs because we had that conversation. Yeah. I'm like, why does this woman have six or seven studs? When you're a breeder and you only have like 10 females, you don't need six or seven studs. You, you, you have a quality stud. Your, your cost-benefit on that doesn't compute. You're taking care of and feeding you're that feeding many studs that you don't that use. You don't need. So she, Except that she, she's selling semen. So, so she, screams and yells at oh. Rick, she screams and yells at Ricky that she never said she had that many males. That that's a lie. She never said she had that many males. Well, I know that you do because we have two of them. And you didn't leave yourself with no males. But then she, then she proceeds to tell Ricky that she's hanging on to her males. Because she collects their semen, and that's how she pays her monthly bills. So that by selling that to by other selling that to other breeders that she has relationships with that are just as gross as her. And we've known other people who've gone past that house to see her doing that to in see the front her yard. 
ejaculating an English bulldog on her driveway in front of her house. She doesn't want to do it in the house. She'll get it messy. <laughs> she keeps her house clean. Yeah. Just, I mean, just visualize. Wow. Just visualize that process. Everyone just goes, wow. With yeah. That. Take that with you. Put Take it in your, your little sample cup, you know, like a little urine, sterile urine cup, and just make sure that uh, fluid. And the whole goes process is as straightforward as you can imagine. It's folks. exactly like you think it is. Yep. Oh, I just had to hang my head in shame. Yep. Ooh. It's just wild the life some people lead. Yeah, it is. I'm fascinated. I mean, I came home from vacation, and my nose is like. Because I left my house spotless when I went on she vacation. Had <laughs> she left Danny at home while she I left him vacation. home. There was not any dirty clothes. All my dog blankets were washed. My dog room had been mopped. Bedding was changed. I come home, I'm like, <laughs> if, if one chihuahua tinkle the size of a quarter is on a blanket, my nose is going to. No. Danny didn't do a good job. No. He failed. Does he even know how to do it? <laughs> you don't and even you can't know. imagine trying to clean that lady's house. I'm just well, trying, that's what I'm just, I'm just trying, trying to, you I'm know trying what? To how do you, how do you if I'm Danny, I wouldn't even try because it's you're like never going to do it. It's like those hoarder shows because, you know, I love watching hoarders. That they go into these houses like this, especially the ones that have pets yeah. you know, that are living under the, ho- the hoard. And they're peeing and pooping in the house. It's The house is destroyed. You, yeah. can't, you can't get that out. Yeah. The 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 the, the pillars to that home are, yeah, are soaked so, are into soaked the frames in the, into you know. the yeah into that, the and that's foundation. and that's honestly why I can't watch that. Sh- well, I've seen many many episodes. Usually watching it with you. Yeah. But for me, I just <laughs> I just I just get mad and I go. She gets mad. Too. I get mad I go. Too. You don't deserve a home. No, I get mad because you know there's people here trying to help you. And like you're going to complain the thing about too. them yeah, throwing you're, away you're some garbage. Stupid you're garbage. surrounded by an army of help. And you just can't even, like, people are throwing you lifelines and you just want to grab a steel bar and just drown. Yeah, I'm not going to be patient with like, you. Because you have to understand the mental illness. I mean, there's the, the, these people are mentally I can understand Ill. it. It still makes me mad. I don't want to watch you the You want to fix it. <laughs> well, you want it to get fixed. You want, you want them to have, like, an aha moment and go, right. oh. And the, you know what? It does happen on horror It does sometimes. happen. It, it does happen on that show, and I feel good. But then by the time it ends, I'm just like, meh. <laughs> Three months later, I want to see that place. Yeah. See, the There's reason no those people have that reaction to the people that are trying to help them is because lots of times on that show, the hoarder, like, doesn't choose for this to happen. Something occurs they're being that, that they're, they're being it. forced Absolutely. to do it. The majority of them That's are. That's why they're not grateful or, you know, appreciative of the help they're being, because it's, it's being forced upon them. But they're they're trying to help you keep your home. Home. What's astonishing with the comparison of that to this woman is that you don't recognize what you live in, what it smells like, that that anybody would be disgusted. Well, that's what I was talking about. Home. It's, yeah. it's the suffering that you're creating with these animals. And yourself. And, and, see, and, hey, so and he, she doesn't smell it. Like, if I can go yeah. in there and I smell a chihuahua pee, how can you not smell? That she does not smell it. That smells like home to her. And, hey, think about, like, the contrast of, like, of, of what I just said, the suffering that she's created there. You know, take that to, like, the puppy millers where they have a huge barn and everyone's in their wire chicken crates. And they got 100 dogs in there. And that's just normal to them. Those dogs aren't suffering. Or like if they're alive in the and, they're, and, and they're fine. They're you fat know, the, and healthy. The, the, that type of ignorance that will be stuck in some people's minds that you cannot change. Yeah. And they'll look at me and be like, you're one of those crazy guys who's like, you probably call them fur babies and like you put outfits on them and think that like they're human and stuff like that. Of course, no, I don't do that. But like. Daryl has a karate gi. But he, I mean, he does karate. <laughs> 
Daryl does karate. The end. But you know, it's 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 it's, 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 it's interesting to like talk about like the contrast of that because a lot of people have different opinions about what it is what's acceptable and to those people it's livestock and hey in the, and in some aspects to us you know cows horses even though most of it i don't really agree with they are livestock and there is they're, they're not treated the same as dogs of course dogs have been domesticated for the last i don't know fifty thousand years so that's different it's well, cultural though because if you, if you ask people in it India, is cultural too if you that's, tell people in other... india how we treat cows they're aghast i yes, get, I get that but here's it. but here's the point of contention for me is the hypocrisy of you raising livestock and you know what a lot of people are shocked to know that dog that's how dogs are categorized they're categorized as livestock. I mean, it, barely. It's, by the it's, USDA. No, uh, by I the USDA, I, they are in the livestock category. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's I th- dogs, I thought it was still personal no. property. Nope. Or... No. 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 They're categorized as livestock. So that the, the, well, yeah, the yeah, people that property. regulate rescues and dog breeders for the government is the U.S. agriculture. Are one and the same. You know, yeah. It, yeah. That's who's doing it. Yeah. The USDA. Department of Agriculture. But here's here's my beef. Farmers that are raising cows for milk or meat, there is no there is no tr- trying to hide what that is. You you make food for people, whether it's the animal itself or the milk or the cheese that the cow produces. You as a mill owner that treats your dogs that way, you are making pets for people fur babies for people, people who want to buy your product to put in little coats and have in the house for your little kids to love and raise your little family member, your little Fifi, your little And you know that, and so you're hiding it. Exactly. So that's the hypocrisy that disgusts me. Well, that's that's, that's where the kind of... I, I kind of said this in the in, in the last podcast. It's 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 the preying on people. Yeah, yeah. And most people are too stupid to realize, but some aren't, and so there there is that they're 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 preying on this on this general idea that us Americans have about dog ownership, and that it's this great wonderful thing own a dog and like oh everything will be great, and so they think they can mass produce that on a cruelty level just to supply the public. They can and, and, and they like, do, and they, they can and they do, and they and they and they don't feel one bit uncomfortable about that. Correct. But they're doing it under false pretenses because the, I the see, American I consu- see it that way. The American consumer doesn't understand how those dogs are being raised. The and American bred. consumer is disgusted by what you're doing, yeah. although they're buying your product. It can be hard for some people to even make the connection, though. I can imagine talking to some friends of mine who own a dog, and then I can I I, I imagine I can. This is the this is the dog breeder and and this is where he is and let's even talk about like a completely clean a really nice facility mm-hmm. a really nice barn with 200 300 dogs in there a really nice well run one and they could look at that I I can imagine some of them could look at that and be like well that's that's a it's a big operation and it looks it looks really clean mm-hmm. but the question you ask them is that dog that you own that you love so much would you put him yeah, in there? Would you you put want it him there? to live in there? You want him to live in there? If you didn't get it year, and they kept it two instead. Two years, three years, four years, five, it's six, seven, life. eight litters. It's whole life in there? Nope. But it's it, it's it could just be hard for people to make that connection, though. We just you just have, We just have to try and explain it till we're blue in the face in multiple different ways all we can. Over and over again. Yeah. 
And yes, I've, I've explained that many times that there's all different levels of mills and backyard breeders. This woman with these dogs, she's not a registered breeder. She's not registered with the USDA. We could probably turn her into them, you know, and they're going to come out. Here's the problem. Maybe. Here's the problem. Maybe. They've got like 15 inspectors for all of the United States that includes all breeders and zoos. No, it's like, and a, research it's, it's like 120 or something. It's not 15. Whatever it is, it's like an astronomically not possible to yeah. do The city well. that this woman lives in has very lax rules. Very lax Well, again, rules. you look at different what's being done for the people of the city. Yeah. And the people. Resources. The, exactly. The, the, Resources. The children there, the people there, they're in need. No one's coming for dogs. The only time somebody steps in for dogs is when they finally make it to a shelter. And then they might make their way into a rescue or to be adopted. But only if they're, you know... A healthy dog, you know, a dog. One of these dogs that had issues, like what we got, they're not leaving the shelter through the front door. Yeah. So I mean, there's a big, there's a big aspect of what we do. Because don't think we don't get frustrated with it. Because I do get frustrated with it. Well, but, I mean, that's why we tell the stories because this is the biggest thing. People always know when they contact us. I'm leaning back, sorry. That we're always going to tell the story. Because we get contacted plenty of times about, well, we take a certain breeder's dog, but don't tell their story. Yeah. Because they don't want to be shamed for it. And mm -hmm. we're like, no, we always tell the story. Yeah. And we've been asked that. Will you take a dog and not tell this dog's yes, story? We and I'll say, no, nope. we always tell the story. That's what we're known for. That's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not covering up your dirty laundry for well, you. Well, if you're uncomfortable with somebody telling the story, why are you not uncomfortable with what you're doing? Yep. Because they're getting money. Well, money. and a lot of people, this is this is a deal. Again, you're walking mm -hmm. this line. A lot of people that are in have developed relationships with breeders and provide a conduit to get dogs out of bad situations. If you burn your conduit up, then the flow of dogs out is going to stop. Which is why the majority of rescues don't do what we do. No. They, we have a different avenue. They keep their mouth shut, take the dogs, find homes for them, <clears throat> and, and try to get more out of there. And that's what I said it a long time ago. You got, you got two choices in this rescue world. You do that. You try to get as many of you can from this person and rescue the dogs and find new homes for them. But that doesn't teach or anyone anything. you do what we do, where we rescue the dogs, we take that story and put it on a platform for all the world to see. This is what's occurring. Here we are. This is what's occurring. This, this is reality here. You burn the bridge because they're, now they're furious at you. It's happened many times with breeders because they don't like it. They don't, they don't but, like you. But to, here's the thing. It's not like there's a shortage of dogs for me to rescue somewhere. I can go get well, dogs and rescue them from some other crappy loser that treats their dogs where like Where we have a way around it is through the auction. Because those mill owners... They don't have any control over us. Brian. They don't have any control over that because they want to sell their dogs. So they use the middleman of the auction house. And they don't know who's going to buy it. They hope that we're not going to buy it. I rarely tell their names. You no. know, the, from the dogs or that which we purchased, breeder it came from. Which breeder it came from. I have done it when it's really bad. 
Mary Smith. Yeah, but generally speaking, But generally no. speaking, I don't. Well, I mean, we're not going to send people with pitchforks and have it do... Th- no, that's we're not, not going to no, dox people. But they don't like the shame. Right, but we're still going to tell the story, right. period. There. Well, I mean, we've done it with the with the damn auctioneer's dogs, you know the the guy that won't well, let he's us. He's a loser. <laughs> he's a loser. You, you sell a dog that's heartworm positive. We're going to tell your story too, buddy. You're you're the breeder of the dog. You care for the dog, and you happen to be the auctioneer. But and your dog is but heartworm positive. He's going to get a steak dinner tonight with this money. Mm. I can see both sides of it. I just I just feel like you're not. You're not teaching anybody to do anything different. Well, if you don't well say anything. You know, you, you, really quick, yeah. There's two different types of rescue people. There's there's ones that kind of keep their mouth shut and keep rescuing dogs, and there's us that blab about it. But, We're still you know, rescuing but, dogs, but, though. But but they're you know neither of us is in my opinion right or wrong. We, oh, no, I don't see it. That no, it's way. not right or wrong. We, we we are just choosing to do what we feel that we want to do. They're choosing to do what what they want to do. I look. I, look. I, I think it's funny that we get more flack because it's like, oh well, you're enabling you know the breeders by paying them, uh-huh. and it's like, but well, you're also enabling them by saying nothing. You're also enabling them by just you know cl- basically cleaning up all the all their trash. You're taking all their and, trash, and, and keeping their mouths shut. You're enabling them to keep the torture cycle going. Right. At least we can potentially put a stop to that. I just look at it as a a, a cost benefit analysis on the impact that you're going to make on the world, either way. So if you rescue these dogs and you keep your mouth shut about it, the impact is on saving those dogs' lives. And you might get more of them than us because you keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. From my, that breeder. My impact my impact is I'm getting the dogs, telling the story, putting information into people's heads about what they shouldn't be doing. And I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to destroy your customer base. I'm trying that to destroy your customer base. Yeah. Yes. So I look at that and go, I have more impact doing yeah. that. I have more impact. Hopefully. Right, but like I said, it's not like there's a shortage of other breeders for us to go get dogs from no like unfortunately there's a million of them because so. because this woman in her dirty house is not the only one yeah there's and, and, and if and i and wanted to be sneaky i could totally get dogs from that lady still <clears throat> using a different name and a different whatever exactly. it's not hard totally. we've we, done we, it before we could do that tomorrow exactly she, she wouldn't have any idea and even if she had the thought that maybe it's still them it doesn't matter money because what is your language money money, money. yeah money. we've done it before with loretta's breeder just yes. oh we got more dogs gosh, from her just yeah, yeah. i talked to that lady times. on the phone pretending to be your aunt i think and i want one what yeah. whatever you make up all kinds of stories easy bottom line is they she want wants sell money the dog. they want money yeah we have it yeah so but yeah and it's 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 hard to know which which side is is necessarily making more of a difference there's not like a rescue report card that we all get at the end of the year that like says like oh we're good in this sector or not this sector this work is really hard it's really draining it's not for everyone it's definitely not for everyone that's proven we see we see them come and they go yeah you can't you cannot hang because it sucks. Yeah. It sucks and it's terrible and it'll make you feel like shit and it'll make you feel depressed and it makes you feel empty and hopeless at times. But once again, we rescue our way, other people rescue their way, and everyone everyone go ahead and have at it. I mean, there there is there is no right or wrong way. If you're here and you're helping the dogs, you more, win. More 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 power to you. There's 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 no right or wrong answer to it. But 
you know, I am definitely on the side of, of, of what we're doing. How I'm deciding how I'm going to spend my time. And, well, and, 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 my, and, and my, and my, and my energy us feel better. It makes us feel exactly. like we accomplish more. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's going to be the, every person in their individual rescue on how they feel about that. Yep. You know, we work with lots of rescues who don't open their mouths and yeah. that's perfectly fine. And there's absolutely no, no wrong answer. That. Yeah. There's, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's just, yeah, you could just do what you feel is best. Yeah. I wish Ricky had a camera on him for that whole thing. I told him he needed one on the <clears> way out. He needed his. Uh, well, he never went in. He didn't yeah, go in. That's true. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Standing out there talking sm- to you her. You can't smell it on the camera. <laughs> we need hidden cameras, Wes. That could be arranged. I mean, <laughs> if Ricky had, had put him in my hat. <laughs> there's hat ones, there's little pen ones, there's glasses. Glasses. Yeah. <clears throat> Ricky needs you. a little camera in his mustache. Last time I looked <laughs> was five years ago, and I'm sure there's way better ones now. Yeah. Get them on Amazon. Get everything on Amazon. So anyway, I could talk about this subject for days and days, but <clears throat> it gets. Bottom kind of line dr- is, she's not the only one out there doing this, and she's no. not the first. She won't be the mm-hmm. last. And yeah, We're, we live close to a place called uh, Canton. It's a outdoor flea market. It's really huge, cool, huge place for crafts and things like that. But there's also they have a, a place called Dog Alley that's down there and all over east texas there are backyard breeders who breed dogs take them to canton to sell their dogs in dog alley to the public and we've heard so many times about dogs that didn't sell that have just been left behind have been abandoned somebody's gone down dog alley and seen a sick dog dying you know Paid I want to clarify one thing because <clears throat> I think this is the one, the one thing that confuses people the most. <clears throat> when we talk about mills, they conjure up an image of like the worst things that you see, <gasps> where dogs like are in rusty rabbit hutches, like the AS- ASPCA commercial, like the ASPCA, well, like commercial. Oprah and Gail. They came out of a wooden rabbit exactly. hutch in yeah. Louisiana. I think Oprah and Gail the, the dogs, dogs, not Oprah not and Gail the, the people. Oh actual, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're worried about getting sued. That's a, that was a big one. That's a good catch. Jess. We love you, Oprah. I think a lot of people, we love Oprah and Gail the dogs. A lot, a lot of people, when they think of the word mill, that's the image that they conjure up. They 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 have that image only. But there's there's so many facets of that from the grossest of the grossest, which is let's say a hoarder, dog breeder who's got dogs in their backyard behind trees and bushes that nobody knows about like hiding them that are filthy and covered in fleas and you know like Loretta's breeder it's horrific but but those people I don't even know how they're selling because they're so gross and so dirty and so I mean how you can even present them I think a lot of times they are just hoarders who just have them because they just want to save them from something yeah maybe it's like family members coming and like taking some away or selling some or yeah but whenever, whenever there's like a bust at a place where like, it's like a big court case where the, like, the animal control moves in there and they take like 60 dogs from a place, that's the kind of place that they, that's where that is happening, at that yeah. kind of a thing. And that, when it, when that it, becomes and, a cruelty case. That's yeah. what they're exactly. going in there And for. those cases, when it finally gets to that point where someone's on the property and they're taking 60 dogs, 20 of them are dead. 
and it's and it's and it's taken it's because it's taken so a long time. It's taken so long for them to get out there and do. It's not like they got a tip and then rolled in there with their bus and took all their dogs out. But 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 oh, we got another one. From there, from there to that kind of horridness, you have lots of backyard breeders like this woman. That that's what they do. She doesn't have a license. She doesn't have a license with USDA. But she's doing it in her own home so that her neighbors don't know, even though her neighbors probably smell her from, you know. God, they Or see her to. doing that in the front yard. So she's... she's we should cold call the neighbors. Far, she's far better than that. She's far better taking better At least they're inside. than that. At least they're inside. They're fat and healthy, which she can't stop saying enough times. But then you move into, then you move into like, small-time hobby breeders. Like, people who have... Because when we deal with mill owners, there, there's so many facets of those. Some of them have like 40 dogs, and they have outside facilities, but they're not they're not run down and rusty, and dogs are matted, to injured the skin, or dying, injured or dying. There there are levels to care. It's not it's not the care that we would prefer, but but if you want to see a spectrum of what kinds of mills there are you can see it on youtube there's this organization called caps caps at all caps and they go into different mills with hidden cams you can see them and you know some what, of them are, are you know they're and, and you know when i've shared those people will say, say they can't, can't watch, watch it. it can't watch it yeah so we have to describe i have to yeah. describe and then there's other mills that you'll go to that they have a hundred dogs and they're and they're in not dilapidated cages but the dogs' minds are insane because they're they they're barking and they're and there's like four in a cage and it's overcrowded and it's it's horrific from our standpoints. But then there are mills because we know some of these mill owners that have high dollar facilities that are very clean. Some of those Amish folks they got they have money. eight they have eight hundred dogs <laughs> on their on their property. That's a lot of dogs and they've got state of the art kennels and facilities and sometimes their dogs coming out are, are are healthy taken care of are healthy. some of them some of them they do use vets and some people would say why are you rescuing that guy's dogs and the answer to that is because that guy is at the auction selling, selling to this trashy to a horrible piece yeah, of to shit a monster. it's really important for people to understand this is the auction house this is the sellers 50 100 of them these are the buyers you take your dogs to the auction house to sell them. You're paying a fee to enter them. You have no control over who the buyer is. No. It's Anybody the with bidder. the most money. You might even be that breeder that runs a nice operation. And you, you have to know that, like, my dog could potentially go to this gross person. They don't that, care. That I, that I know that person's gross. They, they don't, don't care. Doesn't they stop don't them. care. Doesn't they stop don't them. Care. No. So that, so Sometimes they sell their pet like that. They have. Kitty. They and sold Kitty. Yeah. They did the same thing with Kitty. And, and, and put the words in the catalog, she's for a pet only. Even though she's because, not spayed. Because they were a little bit afraid. Because they liked yeah. her a little bit. Yeah. Even though she's not spayed. She was in there with a coat. If I hadn't bought her, if I hadn't bought her, Kitty could be in a mill right now throwing little tiny schnauzer oh, just puppies. barking nonstop in a little rabbit cage. Tippy tap covered tippy, in tippy, shit. Tippy, tippy, tippy. Covered tippy, in poop. T- every single day. Tippy tap scream covered in shit. Tippy and you know what? I think it's... I, people think about that because they like no kitty and it makes them feel worse because yeah. that's because that's kitty. But the, every one of those dogs is kitty. Right. Yeah. Every one of those dogs is Bessie. They, they I all, can't even... Ugh, I can't even imagine my Bessie in there. That's but see, that's what I'm saying. It's easy to like kind of just lose it in the numbers. There's tens of thousands of Bessies in all right. these places. Every, every one every of those one dogs of is them. somebody's Bessie. Yeah. 
And and whenever we adopt these dogs out to families that like love their dog now, and we see it on the Happy Tales page, I always look at that dog and remember. We its remember story. its face in there. Yeah. In that that it could have that where your, it could have ended yeah. up. I remember your terrified face. You're peeing all over me. You're mm-hmm. covered in shit when you come in. You have no idea how to behave, and now you get something through the hard work that you need to do now from us and them and and the new owner you actually get a real dog but right. it takes a while to get to that point you right know, so but i just think everybody should understand the full gamut of what kinds of places these dogs come from there's all kinds of gamuts bottom line is they they are being bred for money in a gross fashion by people who couldn't care less the quality of what they're putting out or where the they're going care, or where they're going. Yeah. And, and whenever you compare that to what I call a legitimate breeder, there's no comparison because a legitimate breeder would never let their line go ahead and be, con- they would like fall sell- into those hands. Yeah. They, they have their perfect line that they've meticulously Destroys their reputation. And then you auction it off to some hillbilly who happens to have a French bulldog. Who's going to knock your dog up and then, sell them for $15,000 a piece or something like that to pay his rent. You know, no, no legitimate breeder would even consider, would even look over at, at, at a place like no, that. No, a legitimate breeder is going to screen you yeah. as the buyer. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Anyway, thoughts on breeders. Thoughts on breeders. I got a lot of them. I could podcast about breeders all I know, day long. But we can't do that. All It'll day be long. too long. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's say goodnight then. Night, y'all.